Up everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old festive ho 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 humor. Ho 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 humor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just had to squeeze something something, something Christmas or festive yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but then what would be the equivalent for New Year's? We're past Christmas already, bro. I know. Uh, it's a big dilemma for me. Like Every time this period between Christmas and New Year is a very big dilemma. Because uh, suddenly Why? you can't listen to Christmas songs. You can't like, you know, wish people a Merry Christmas anymore. And you kind of got to like, yeah, what do I say to people? Happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. Uh, yeah, happy holidays. But not everyone's having a holiday. Here we are working. Here we are, uh, you know, on the <laughs> uh, like grinding and, and making sure that we still pump out a podcast regardless of the holidays, right? So then what do you say? You can still say happy happy New Year lah. Maybe yeah, we have to move happy on past Christmas. New Year Un- la. yeah, yeah. Unless you say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I don't think you can just just live on Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you could you could say that. Uh, I mean yeah, it's just that it's not it's not as uh not as immediate lah, you know, that like not everyone yeah, like has a huge celebration for New Year and then necess- is the turning of time isn't necessarily something worth celebrating and all that, lah, right? So, true yeah. la, true la. <laughs> Happy holidays, <laughs> why everyone. So, why so much of a Debbie Downer, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, the, yes. is this twilight of a week where you mm. don't know what is happening? Like, mm. are people kind of like taking it easy or mm. trying to squeeze in for the end year end? So yeah, so it's, it's always a bit of a of a of an interesting period la, But a million dollar question is, what are you doing New Year's Eve? Uh, right now, still figuring out plans. Still figuring uh, out plans. Still figuring out plans. Uh, New Year's a, Eve, Eve. a beach party, club? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. I think I'm partied out, dude. I'm fucking partied out. This whole <laughs> month of December, I've been, I've been social, socialized out, no? Me, no? Mm, mm, mm. Me socialized out. Um, mm. So I think I'm just going to take a chill with my, with my wife. My first mm. New Year celebration with a wife. Mm, mm, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you could just like chill out at home and watch yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. or something, like, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to you, married you, life. You, you got any plans? Uh? You got any plans? Uh? uh, my kid is not at the age where he can count down at midnight or anything like that. So, mm. uh, you know, he'll be in bed well before then, and probably, yeah, uh, probably means a home, uh, home Christmas countdown, uh, again. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so while we are looking ahead towards the turn of the new year, mm. today's podcast is going to be looking back at what the hell went on in twenty twenty two, or at least, um, at least what people were were searching, uh, searching about what the hell was going on in twenty twenty two, Right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Because so, the list, so this the is list, gonna, list no. there's an official list that Google puts out every year, right? The Google Trends yeah. list. And yeah. uh, I don't know, for me, yeah, it was quite, a lot of the things were quite a surprise this year. La. Yeah. So so mm. we're going to be going down that list uh, across this episode and the next. Uh, but before we jump into it, is there anything you'd like to plug, Terrence? Um, I mean, uh, for those who follow us on social media, you, know, you, you would know that we have launched a newsletter called Just Try Only. And uh, we're already like three editions of the newsletter in. And where it's a weekly uh, dose of uh, our discussions in Yalabad, where we delve a little deeper into a certain topic we discussed from the previous week. 
and uh, give a little bit of insider's perspective on what both Harish and myself are thinking about the topic. Uh, so it's actually a pretty interesting way, I guess, for people who don't maybe listen to every single episode or listen that closely to every single topic to just quickly jump into, into our minds and figure out what we're thinking about a certain hot button issue, right? Terrence, now, now you sound like how I sounded when I first described it. What happened to the catchphrase that you so, uh, uh, so willingly came up with? No, I was, I was spiking. I was leaving that for you to spike. I was oh. setting you up and then you just like suddenly went into this like uh, <laughs> yeah. low self-esteem, self-criticism moment. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, so, so yeah. So essentially what his newsletter is, one topic, two perspectives and all the shock things mm. from the previous mm. week. That's right. So all like what Terrence things. said, we'll select one topic, kind of talk about why we wanted to talk about it. But the most, the, the, the most thing that's been most requested for is a summary of all the shock things. So you don't <laughs> you don't need to you don't need to listen and then click on the link in the description when we are listening and all. Of course, do that, but you can also wait yeah. for this newsletter. Like. It's called yeah. Just Try Only. Just try and only. you can you can subscribe at the link in this episode show notes. Yes. Yes. That's right. Cool. All right. Okay, sweet. Yes. Uh, shall we jump into it. into it, man? Yes. We both have the list in front of us. Mm. Uh mm. We haven't figured out who's going to talk about what. Mm. So, well, what, how wait, do you want to how, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? We're going to alternate, lah, right? It's, it's almost yeah, like I, a yearly tradition for us. Yeah. So, so I, I think the for those who haven't heard the previous editions, we usually do like a countdown, lah, right? From mm -hmm, the, correct, the top right. 10 Google searches in Singapore. We count down from 10 to 1 and just talk through each of them. Lah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so with that, what do you start? A, yeah, but mm. I just wanted to give a bit of a disclaimer in that I I, I believe I had quite early access to this list before most of the general public had because, uh, yeah, I attended a, the, the event where Google announced what these uh, top searches were uh, in earlier, mm. early December, like, right, right right before Harish's mm. wedding. So, mm. yeah, it was, a, you know, one of those uh, PR small kind of events at the Google office. Uh, I think Google at least all these big corporations are getting back up to speed with having uh, events again. Um, mm. And I just want to point out that it was pretty interesting because being in that room felt like I was part of the 2022 like uh, trending searches list itself, you know? I was literally witnessing what people had been discussing in 2022. Um, I saw, uh, you know, the Naomi Neo there. I saw uh, Ryan Tan, the ex-NOC Guy Ryan Tan there. So all these people mm. were in the news as well. And there they were in front of me. You know, all of us are partaking in the understanding what twenty twenty what people are talking about in 2022. So it was a very surreal moment. I felt like it felt like I was, you know, like sitting there in the middle of a of the list of people who you would describe as having dominated headlines in 2022 in Singapore. Yeah. Is it? A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. It was a bit it was a yeah, kind of surreal feeling, you know, December Offices opening, no one wearing masks anymore, and and I think you just buttering it up too much. Like Google's not listening to this, like, dude. No, 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 you no. You got no. the invite. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not praising <laughs> Google saying, or anything. I'm just saying like, how it's weird, a life changing how, event like that. It was a life changing. I'm. I think I'm getting it wrong. I'm saying how weird it felt being there. You know what I mean? Like, like mm. you're here. You're being told all oh, this event to talk about the top trend, trending searches in 2022. Like you walk in there. And there are all these personalities who literally made the news in 2022. You know, that we were literally talked about on our podcast. Whether it's uh, mm. Naomi Neo's parenting, 
uh, or whatever happened at NOC and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see, that's I see. what I'm saying. I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not like, I'm not kissing the ring of Google or anything. I thought you were kissing the ring of Google. No, no, I'm no, like, no, dude, no, yeah, no, you no, got no. the event, you got the free food. No, 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 no. no. Yes, plus, but, but please always invite us back because I love the free food and, and the freebies <laughs> that we get, yeah. I guess we like imagine if one day when we go there mm. and Yalabad is one of the trending searches. Oh, who la ma? That could mean very good or very bad things for Yalabad. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we. I mean, I don't think it's something you can aspire to. La. We want the top trending searches. I mean, technically you can lah. If both of us streak in Singapore. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. And hold some poster boards and all. We'll, we we might we might trend lah. We'll appear at least on the daily or weekly Google trends. Possible, possible. But the other thing yeah. also is the, the other thing to caveat also is that this list was I think finalized uh pretty early like, like I mentioned early <laughs> December and that was way before mm. even like events like the World Cup happening and Lionel Messi you know you know winning the World Cup and all so mm. certain maybe this is a bit skewed towards the first eleven months of twenty twenty two rather than December including December as well oh that's true huh? that's true mm-hmm. so take um, okay but cool salt. yeah. Shall we jump into it? So, sure. so since you were there at the event, why don't you kick things off, man? Yeah. And uh, so, as, as I mentioned, we're going to be counting down. So, the number 10 most searched uh, term in Singapore in 2022 is drum roll, hammer roll. Drum roll, drum roll, hammer it's roll. Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, Harish, what, really? what does that evoke in you when, when you hear that name? Uh, it felt like I mean the, the it's it's uh, one of the many movies that came out this year mm, uh, mm. but I don't know when I watched it I was kind of disappointed la. Mm, yeah I was yeah. also very underwhelmed but why were you disappointed because I know you love you felt... love you're like a, you love Taika Waititi right? you talk about yeah, him yeah, all I love the him, time I love him I think outside yeah, of yeah. Uh, outside of Gary V and, Kiss, and, and Tim Ferriss and all that Casey Neistat <laughs> Like the next most used uh, word in your vocabulary is taika, <laughs> right? Taika, taika watiti. So, so yeah. for those of you who might not be aware, he's the writer and director of that show uh, and mm, a few other mm. really good shows. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, I really like the first Thor that he directed, Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Mm. But because I mean, that was fun. That was like it. It went to places that no superhero movie went to. It was it was funny. It was zany. But this mm. one, it felt like like they tried to do too much and they tried to do everything that would be zany in mm. isolation. They tried to just combine it all together. Mm, 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 then yeah. I felt I was like, wow, what, what, what is this? What's the story? What the hell is going on? Yeah. Uh, and then you? Yeah, it was just, uh, I think it was trying too hard to, to be funny already, right? And kind of yeah, just yeah, forgot yeah. that, that um, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole decade of movies that, that uh, build up to each a Marvel movie, right? And if you yeah, just ignore yeah. everything that happened before, don't mention it, don't talk about it. I mean, or you mention it and, and it's not very, you just do it for the sake of comedy. It's, it kind of kills everything. Because I, I think I was reading that, like, um, one of the one of the big gripes I was reading about was that uh, people weren't happy that they just, you know, ended the whole Fat Thor uh, story, you know, so quickly, right? You know, that where he... Mm. He went, got depressed, and then after that, suddenly discovered meditation and found himself again. Then he six pack came up again. 
So I think like like people are saying that the fat Thor was used in Endgame for comedic effect, but it had a point to it, like, right? It showed that he yeah. he fell to alcohol alcoholism, depression, and all these things, and how do he get out of it, like? Whereas this one, it felt more like, oh yeah, okay, if, um, Thor, you know, has problems, gets over them, and this is the adventure, and then here's the and let's move on to the funny bits of the adventure. Uh, so I didn't even mm. take those parts very seriously. So I think that's why um, you know people like people who love the Taika movie were a bit disappointed by this one, the third Taika in fact, movie. Yeah. In fact, this was Thor at his heaviest, no? And not not mm. like the with muscle. He was the heaviest he had ever been. I think he was 263 pounds or something. Mm. So, yeah, they just threw away Fat Thor uh, mm. and went full on like uh, muscular Thor. La. Yeah. And, uh, but the surprising thing, the surprising thing is that this is the most uh, commercially successful Thor to date. And, uh, no, I- I thought it was domestically Ragnarok. domestic domestic box office in the oh. US. Uh because I think that's how they counted like domestic international. Uh because international, you must remember that this year they couldn't they didn't release the movie in China and Russia. And Malaysia. Uh, and Malaysia, yeah, that's right. And Malaysia. <laughs> so huge markets, huge markets that were, you know, were not uh the, the film didn't screen. So yeah, tough for it to make that much money internationally. Wait, yeah. They yeah. didn't do it oh in Russia because I mean the yeah. fucking war. Yeah, right. there's this thing called a war going on. So China, yeah. then why not in China? Why not in China? COVID, man. COVID. Oh yeah. shit. Only, China's only just opening up uh you know for, for travel and everything, like, right? So uh, I'm guessing cinemas probably also there were a lot of restrictions on cinemas at that point as well. Like. Oh, so domestically, yeah. it really kicked the shit out of Thor Ragnarok. Uh? I won't say kick the shit, but it's one of the few franchises that have, uh, from movie to movie, just keeps making more better, money. La. Yeah, domestically. So I think, like what you said, like, there were a lot of expectations after Taika Waititi's, uh the third Thor movie in the franchise. Uh, so yeah. very high expectations. People were really hoping that this would be a huge breath of fresh air. But, you know, it was maybe it was a bit much for everyone. Uh, yeah. But it still made like a lot of money overall. Like the budget was mm. two hundred fifty million, and it made seven hundred sixty point seven million. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit, man! Yeah. But I mean, some other fun facts about the movie. Mm. Um, apparently, like you know, Jeff Goldblum, he actually mm. filmed a few scenes, no. Mm. Um, and Peter Dinklage also filmed a few scenes, but they, but they didn't make the cut. Oh damn! Yeah, that sucks. They didn't make the cut. Oh fuck! Wow. I didn't know. Like even like at that level, uh, Jeff Gold- Goldblum like. X in, in quite a prominent uh, character mm, then cannot mm, cut mm. but also Christopher Hemsworth uh, did you know that his family a lot of them were featured no I didn't know like his brother Liam played the actor who plays Thor uh, mm. in when they are they are recreating like a oh. skit his see, wife see, plays oh, one yeah, of yeah, Thor's yeah, yeah. lovers Matt Damon his right sons, Matt Damon was in, in it right yeah Matt Damon was in also yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about his family like, dude. oh sorry sorry yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, now I remember his, yeah his sons made brief appearances as young Thor and his mm. daughter plays Gore's daughter. Gore's, Gore is the, oh, the, right. the, the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah but, I mean, why do, you yeah, think, why do you think uh, this is the only movie la, in the list? Yeah, only right? film. The only yeah. film. Um, why do you think it was so popular in Singapore? I mean, this one, ultimately, it's uh, the how many times it was searched, right? Um, mm. I think because it was a popular movie nonetheless. You mm. know, like even Top Gun Maverick and all. Yeah. But because uh, there was that whole thing about it being banned and then there were a few scenes mm. of Christopher Hemsworth being like fully nude. Of course, they don't show it. Um, then, you know, 
Natalie, Natalie Portman being so muscular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it was very searchable because of that. Like. So when I saw this, and I was, at first I also was like, hey, shit, why, why is this there? But then thinking about the movie and the whole Avengers thing, mm. yeah, like, then I was like, okay, like, in terms of movie, probably more than any other movie. Like. Yeah. And I think the timing also uh, was, so Singapore already was getting out the whole COVID, the whole COVID uh, restrictions and all that as well. So people are much more, probably very, very thirsty to go out and watch watch a good good movie. Like, thirsty, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Thirsty yeah. in every sense of the word. Thirsty uh. for Thor, thirsty for Natalie Portman and for external, uh, something to do outside, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, number 10, Thor, Love cool. and Thunder. Number 10. And number 10, Thor. Okay. Yeah. And then number 9. Number 9 was uh, something out of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was the term or the phrase GST voucher 2022. Mm. Uh, and right. I remember, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before that where I was like, oh, why is GST voucher uh, trending? But then of course it is because I think it is something that, that a lot of people um, got access to. And of course, mm. searching for it, how to use it. Like I know I got the, the CDC vouchers Mm, mm. CDC voucher is it? Yeah. And I searched that so many times, just knowing how to get it, how how to use it, and all that. Last mm. when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, this makes sense." Yeah. But did, were you surprised? No, no. I think this is uh, you know, every anytime there's money going to people's pockets, there's probably a lot of uh interest in in searching how to access it, like, Right. Uh, yeah. I, I I guess what's interesting is yeah, is we're at the cusp of GST going up, so uh. It also, put, having seen it in the list kind of tells you the anxiety that people have about rising costs, like, right? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, and that there was a lot of... Something big enough that they... It's more important than Thor, Love and Thunder to most people. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of debate in Parliament <laughs> also about GSTs, yes. right? Yes. Uh, I mean, the, the I mean, there's still... People online are still going on and on about it. Like. It's, it's non-stop, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And there are going to be GST vouchers in 2023 also that are given. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Although, I think January. One, one, correct. Sorry, what? Yeah. No, January is when it goes up to 8%, like, right? Mm, mm, that's right. Uh, I think one interesting uh, viewpoint that I've read recently is actually people are saying if it's going to go up, maybe it might have been, might have been a better idea to just have it go up 2% in one shot, like. Mm. Because, yeah. yes, because I think people are saying that what you're seeing is that a lot of retailers are using the GST increase as an excuse to raise prices, right? Oh, you know, oh. GST go up, so we got to raise prices. So when you give the retailers all that two chances to do that in 2023 and 2024, it kind of gives them yeah, two opportunities to raise prices and use GST as an excuse. Lah. Of course, they say that they'll crack down on people who use GST as an excuse to raise, but, raise prices, but... Uh, you know, there's so many external factors that are affecting you know inflation right now that you can't mm. you can't you can't pass it apart, lah, Right? So some some people say we're gonna go through that pain and we're gonna get GST vouchers mm. all the time. Why not just give all the GST vouchers and just raise the GST two percent in one shot rather than two two phases of pain like drawing out the pain over two years, lah, Right? So that means the next one up to nine percent will come in January 2024. I believe so. Yes, if nothing changes, yeah. That's right. So how 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 are they going to crack down on people who use GST as a as a argument? You mean like there's actually going to be like a task force or or, or rules put in place? Uh, I don't know. That's the that, that's the thing, la. People are saying how are you going to 
do, how are you gonna uh, how are you gonna crack down on someone who justifies their price increase by saying you know external conditions and also GST all these things all matter right so mm-hmm. but but the thing is when you when you raise GST twice like in two years it just gives people that that, that excuse to say oh you know GST going up or that so we need to raise prices like, in general yeah so we also increase increase our client rate card. Uh. Of course, of course, yeah. One <laughs> percent increase. Sorry, GST, soon. guys. Sorry, man. Yeah, you want pre roll at yeah. GST. Uh, just an interesting perspective that I, that I saw recently. I thought, oh, actually, yeah. Since they're barreling ahead, we are barreling ahead of this uh, GST increase. Maybe it's better just yeah, take it at one time rather than rather than over over two years, lah. Yeah, it's like pulling off a plaster, lah. You pull off half, <laughs> and then a week later you pull off the <laughs> other half. half. Yeah, oh, man, just so it. painful. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Uh. You saw that on like Reddit or just Hardware Zone? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. You know the usual places I hang out on Friday nights. The usual Reddit, forums. Hardware Zone. Uh, you see the usual places you go on Friday nights? Yeah, la. Sammy Boy and all these nice. things. Nice. <laughs> support local. Nice. Uh, support local, correct. Support local. Yeah, support local forums. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. GST voucher yeah. 2022. Um, cool. And so that was number nine. Mm-hmm. And number now nine, number yes. eight is the, obviously, you know, something, the the bad memory that everybody wishes to erase from the past two years. It's COVID-19 cases, Singapore. That's the number eight most yeah. searched term on Google. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that COVID showed up somewhere mm-hmm. there, but mm-hmm. why specifically Singapore? I mean, COVID cases, like, would you Google COVID cases, Singapore? I think if I'm not wrong, this might be they're trying to search for a number of cases at any point in time. Because you know, feels like at the end, yeah, go go on. No, there was a point in time when yeah, the 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 cases were spiking to like what fifteen thousand a day or something like that. And yeah. uh, I think a lot of people are getting worried around that time that there there wouldn't be enough supplies and all these things. So, uh, I mean, you take take for example what's happening with uh, Panadol right now. I think there's a yeah. run on Panadol because people are buying dish, Panadol. Right? <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of Chinese uh, people living overseas are buying like paracetamol Panadol and sending it back home to, to China because there's a shortage because uh, a lot of people are getting COVID and all. Um, that's why, you know, maybe at that point in time when there were a lot of cases in Singapore, people also were rushing out to go and buy, to, to check on the number of cases and think about how much medicine they would need. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, so but but even then, COVID cases Singapore. I get, I know maybe at the start of the year, mm. uh, there was a bit more attention on the numbers. Sure. Um, and, and I remember I was searching also because yeah, like we were planning our wedding and all the restrictions mm. and all the shit, right? Mm. But but it felt like even very quickly people stopped paying attention to the numbers. Mm. So that's why I was like, COVID nineteen cases Singapore, like specifically the word cases la, Like mm. why not just COVID nineteen Singapore? Because this is the trending search term, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totals, yeah. Ah, yeah, COVID-19 yeah, yeah. cases. So I don't know. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just uh, uh, boomers or people who, you know, not as savvy as you with technology, you know, are, are looking specifically for the number to just pop up lah, when they search. So they put COVID-19 cases in Singapore. But, but that one has nothing to do with savviness. Eh? Maybe it's the autocomplete. Possible. Maybe yeah, Google. Yeah. Maybe Google mm. is the one nudging people to autocomplete the COVID nineteen cases and yeah. then pop nicely put Singapore. Yeah, possibly, possibly. 
But, I, I think uh, also because in the context of all the other uh, items on this list, mm. this just felt like COVID-19 cases, Singapore. Like COVID-19 confirmed. Mm, I just thought yeah. it would be like COVID-19. COVID-19 mm. cases, Singapore. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. Yeah. But it's kind of crazy uh, how, how this, how in Singapore and, and, you know, now slowly the rest of the world as well, uh, at least in Asia, uh, right, uh, is reopening up again. Because I, I, I think recently I, I traveled to Japan and, yeah. uh, you know, they've just gotten out of COVID, not, you know, just a few weeks ago, uh, or a couple, one, two months ago. And they're still very much more, um, I won't say paranoid, but they're much more cautious about opening up. Lah. And so mm. you, you see it in things like restaurants where, yeah, it's still, uh, there's still, not only is there like all those, there, there's still all these barriers that they're putting between people, those uh, acrylic barriers that they're putting between diners. Like even diners at the same table eating with acrylic barriers between them. Huh, really? Um, yeah. And uh You mean like one family, like one family yeah, people sitting the together. Same, together. Yeah, at the same table they put it back. I mean, but maybe it's because they have individual uh people who eat individually as well, oh, right? Oh. But the idea is they, they really are into partitioning the spaces between people. Um and then when I you know the the, the, the hotel buffets that I, I went to, uh they require you to wear gloves when getting your food. La. So it's like mask and gloves so you're really like almost like you know entering chernobyl or some kind of like nuclear uh nuclear war zone when you're going to get your food at the buffet la. so it was a very um still still a, re- a reminder that in singapore we've moved on quite quickly already you know because the whole population is very vaccinated and everything but in some other parts of the world where not everyone is is vaccinated to the same degree uh, there's still a lot of caution around uh, mingling and and big big groups, uh, Yeah. So so when you took the food with the gloves, mm. then when you come back and eat, you took off the gloves. Yeah, you take off the gloves. Yeah, you take off the gloves and you just put it on the table or they drop on the floor and all that. That's why I, I felt like at the end of the day, is it really that much more hygienic or cleaner? Because yeah, I I still have to put the the gloves somewhere, like, Right. But then you you wear the same glove like you don't you wear a different glove each time you go for another round of food. Yeah, yeah. And then you put on the same glove again. Then you go back and get food again. So it's like wow. then the rest of Japan, the rest of Japan, like walking down the streets and all, everyone's wearing masks. Eh? Everyone is wearing masks. Yeah, everyone's really? still wearing masks. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very, very rare that you see, uh, especially indoors. Very rare you see people not wearing masks. Yeah. I mean, even now, like, I think uh, the past week, China, because they relaxed their restrictions a bit, right? Mm, Holy mm. shit, the numbers are going crazy. And now Japan is mandating that all travelers from China come in, uh, they have to do a test. And mm. if they test positive, they isolate it. Ah, uh, I see, I see. So yeah. it just feels like, wow, you look at those countries. And and I mean, true enough, if you if you look at the search terms, yeah. search history. Wait, wait, sorry, what, what do you mean, wow, you look at those countries, what do you mean, as in? Oh I mean, my god, that's so like backward the, or what what do you, what do you eh, mean? No 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 <laughs> not so backward. It's like a different world. You know, ah, like, yes, yes. like even last year it still felt like okay, there's a bunch of countries going through it the same way until mm. like uh, a lot of countries had Freedom Day earlier this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, even then, Singapore still felt like, oh shit, everyone's wearing masks. But now, thankfully, Singapore has opened up so much. Then when you look at countries like China and Japan, mm. you're like, oh shit. Um, and I think even Hong Kong, Hong mm. Kong also is a, is a little more strict. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it kind of matches the the interest over time of the search term, like COVID-19 cases Singapore. Mm. If you mm. go to the Google search page, it peaked in February, like. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then over the course of the year, there were spikes. I think mm. each time 
Maybe Ongi Kang said, oh, 15,000 cases. Bam! Yeah. Spike. Spike. Yeah. Um, spike again. And then there was a second wave and then the Omicron and stuff like that. So overall, yeah. Yeah, quite searchable. Well, I guess the safe prediction, the safe prediction is that uh, 2023, this term will not be on the list anymore, lah, right? Hopefully, uh, lah, dude. Hopefully. Goodbye, COVID nineteen cases, Singapore. No, I will never <laughs> count count the COVID chickens uh hatched until or like non COVID chickens hatched until the eggs like they have grown up out of the eggs and are fully formed adults. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> COVID chickens. Non-COVID chickens. Famous last the COVID, chickens, COVID chickens. The COVID chickens have been wrecking havoc all around the world <laughs> the past few years. We now need the non-COVID chickens yeah, yeah. that are slowly cracking their eggs, but we can't just count them as full chickens yet. Mm. They're just mm. non-COVID chicks. Yeah. So we need them to grow up. So chicks, non-COVID chicks, please just grow up and bring the yeah. world back to normal state. Yeah. Time to move on, right? Yeah. Time to move on. Cool. That's where we're going to number seven. Moving on to number yeah, seven. Number seven. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> Not the smoothest transition. <laughs> um, but yes, number seven. Number seven is something uh, a little more grim. Mm. Um, and it is Shinzo Abe. Mm. Uh, the, the prime minister of Japan who was uh, sadly assassinated in September. No, oh, I think it was July. 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 Yeah, the funeral July, correct, was correct. in September. Yeah. Yeah, correct. In July. And... Uh, I mean, this one, this one, yeah, like, when I saw it, I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. Because do you remember how you found out about his assassination? Um, Just on social, me- social media and the news. Yeah. Social media. Yeah, I think for me also it was on Twitter. And like at first, like it just, I, I, I remember being like, huh, what the fuck? Is that a fake video or something? Because mm. the last assassination that was in the news felt so long ago. Mm, mm. I mean, we have wars and, and all this other horrible shit happening, but an assassination felt very long ago. Like. So when this happened, I was like, oh, is this yeah. a video like from way back or something? Yeah, yeah. And he was just, I think he was in the midst of giving a campaign speech on behalf of someone from his party, right? Like to yeah, support correct, someone correct. else in his party. So it wasn't like he was on a, giving a speech for himself. But um, yeah, even even like uh, the crazy things that even till September when the funeral happened and all that. Uh, even now, like, people still, uh, there's still controversy, like, right? I think if you look at the news now, there's actually controversy about uh, why, how much was spent organizing his funeral, you know, whether it should oh, come it? from public, yeah, public money. Because I think a total of, like, 9 million USD or, or I can't remember, 9 million sick or 9 million USD was spent organizing his funeral. And uh, I think his political career itself was, uh, you know, not, not, was also uh, had a, has, has mixed reviews line and uh, different kinds of receptions from different groups. Uh. So not everyone agrees with his politics, definitely. And so even down to the organization's funeral, it was a uh, it's been quite a contentious affair in Japan, uh. Yeah. Mm. But but fun fact, uh, Lee Hsien Long attended the funeral also, because uh, uh, I guess there was a very long overlap of their of their leaderships in either country, like, right, between Shinzo Abe in Japan and then Lee Sien Long in Singapore. So yeah. I, I'm guessing there was a lot of interaction between them such that Lee Sien Long uh, went down for the, the funeral. Yeah. I don't know. I, I will say when you say fun fact, right, I was like, um, how fun can the fact be? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I mean, just, I mean, it's just one of those uh, things a where... Tidbit, uh, yeah, a tidbit. tidbit. Because a tidbit. Shinzo Abe 
attended, I think he attended uh, Lee Kuan Yew's funeral. He came for Lee Kuan Yew's funeral. Mm. So when heads of state but come I mean, for each other's, uh, you know, big big uh, events like that, it's quite a big deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I recently saw Lee Sien Lung uh, in, in a bit um, when my wife was watching the Hagen, Megan and Harry uh, documentary. Oh, really? There's a bit where he appears. Oh, shit. Um, I think it was at the wedding or something. He appears. You can <laughs> see him sitting uh, with his uh, standard resting face, which yeah. is not the most happy face. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, wow. so I think heads of state, they they do attend these kind of like monumental things. Mm, they, um, do that, they do that. The Meghan and Harry thing, we can we can discuss that another time. Yeah. Or maybe maybe even later. on this list. Yeah, we can discuss <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it later for sure. <laughs> but yeah, maybe. I mean, no, it, it happens, it happens. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's it's the ties between Shinzo Abe and Singapore. Like uh, yeah. generally, if you think about why, maybe why people were searching or why people in Singapore also remember him. That's why lah. Uh, I think Straits Times did a pretty interesting article where they interviewed uh, Japanese people living in Singapore as well. Mm. And the general sentiment was like, yeah, I don't agree with his politics, but it's a sad day for Japan regardless. Uh, sad yeah, because I think uh, I think they think about like the global image uh, of Japan when something like that happens, something crazy like that happens. Uh, you know, Japan's always seen as a very, very safe country, kind of like Singapore like that, right? No gun mm. crime and very low, very, very low gun crime if any. Uh, but yeah, some, for something like that to happen just feels like, uh, you know, something out of a movie or, or yeah. you really hear about it happening in the US and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was really a bit surreal because there was also mm. the Olympics, right? The uh, Olympics in June? Was that was in it? 2021? Oh, fuck. No, yeah, because it was the 2020 Olympics that were held in 2021, right? 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I remember at that point in time, because I mean, like the, the Olympics happened and, and Tokyo was in like the news almost quite quite positively, right? Mm, mm. So when this happened, yeah, like what you said, the contrast, it, it happened in Nara, which is not the biggest city also. Have you been to Nara? Yes. It's known by tourists for, you go there to visit and then there, there are a lot of deer just roaming the streets. Uh. Yeah. Oh, the is it? Around the temple grounds. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Nara is known for, yeah. I mean, if you look at the video, so it was a fairly small event, mm, right? Mm. So to just see it happen, yeah, there's a certain sadness of 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 seeing that, lah. And and you know, just now you mentioned that the ties to to Singapore and Lee Hsien mm. Loong, like apparently it was it was uh, Abe's ties to the Unification Church, mm, which also mm. caused the person who assassinated him to want to do that, lah. Yeah. And dude, the Unification Church is is next level. Like, um, are you do you know anything about them? Uh, only what we read about in the news, that's all, yeah. I mean, because apparently the person who assassinated him uh, was pissed off that, that his mother was brainwashed mm. by the church yeah. and went bankrupt in 2002. Via donations, since, right? Like she had given too much yeah. donations or something, yeah. Yeah, and since then, he apparently had been trying to assassinate the wife of the founder, mm. uh, but couldn't for various reasons. Uh. So, so... Um, he assassinated Abe because apparently Shinzo Abe had a lot of ties to the church, mm. Um, and and it went back a few generations. But dude, the church, the Unification Church, it was essentially kind of like started by by this one, the this um one guy and his wife, mm. uh, Sun Myung Moon and Hak Jahan, mm. and holy man, it I mean it builds on the Old Testament and the New Testament, mm. but it talks about, essentially what, what I gather is that 
um, we are living in a world of Satan mm. um, and everything that we do is to correct that. Lah. And and at some point, there will be a second coming of the Jesus uh, um, who will, uh, of Jesus who will save the, the earth, yeah. um, the world. Lah. And in the meantime, uh, the founder is one of the messiahs. Lah. And you mm. read it, you're like, oh my God, it started. I mean, this guy was born in 1945, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah. by 1950s, this was already... Uh, uh, oh no, nineteen twenty. By nineteen fifty four, it this thing was created. So when you're yeah. thirty four years old, yeah, fun fact, a new religion. Another fun yes, fact. fun fact. Singapore fun has fact. Uh, Singapore banned the Unification Church in nineteen eighty two, on the grounds yeah, that it was yeah. a cult and could have detrimental effects on society. Really, so yeah, fun fact. Man, <laughs> fun fact. Yeah. I mean, you, you just even reading the Wikipedia article is enough to go like, whoa. Mm. Uh. How do these things happen? Like, like someone just builds on these old religions and creates a new religion. Yeah, my God, man. Yeah, crazy. So Singapore, yeah, crazy. Singapore, Singapore deregistered uh, according to Wikipedia lah, deregistered the Jehovah's Witness in 1972 because of their opposition to military service, and mm. then a decade later in 1982, it dissolved the Unification Church for allegedly breaking up families. So yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, this I mean, this very sad event. Families, uh. Yeah, this sad event in. Uh, happened in Japan also, you know, is you it has some ties to what has happened in Singapore before as well. Yeah. But so ironic, right? They're called Unification Church mm. and they were banned for breaking people up. Yeah, yeah. But but you know this How much more poetic can it get? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh it's a long discussion, but you know, it's the we could have a very long philosophical debate about the how religion whether religion brings people together or actually tears them apart, right? Mm. I'm sure I'm sure you Correct. and I can have a very, very long, long, interesting discussion about that that stretches all the way through, you know, uh, the fabric of your family and society and all this, all that. And right? marriage. <laughs> and my new marriage. Yeah. Which did happen in a church, in a mm. Catholic church. Yes, yes. Where um, you were unified in the church, right? Um... <laughs> In one way, like in one yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, just being with my my wife also has has changed a lot of my opinions on religion. I mean, I'm mm. still not going to be religious, mm. but yeah, like, just just evolving thoughts, like, mm. evolving thoughts. That's right, evolving thoughts. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, so that was, regardless, the assassination, I mean, is so brutal and then tragic and can't be justified by whatever ties he had to the to that church and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so I mean. It's numbers uh, like the, the the his name is number seven on the list, mm. which I thought, I mean, it was huge when it happened, mm-hmm. but to be that uh high up on the list, I did I did find it a bit surprising, Yeah, and and um, you know, we can talk about more about this as we head towards the the, the top few searches, but in general, yeah. I was quite oh okay. That means people in Singapore unnecessarily just searching for Korean dramas or, you know, the latest place, uh, the, the best place to eat their favorite foods and things like that, lah, right? There mm. also, there's also certain international events and, and figures that, that uh, seems like everyone is, is very clued into to search. Lah. Although, although it might be because of, yeah, lah, they are linked to political figures that are familiar to people here, lah, right? That's mm. why, that's why mm. they were searched. Lah, yeah. Cause um, I mean, for example, just spoiler alert, this one's not on the list, but Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, you know, it's a huge event mm. in, in pop culture and all that, but it doesn't appear on this list at all, right? 
I think, okay, so at the bottom of the trends.google.com page, mm. I don't know whether they explained or talked about this at the event, mm. uh, there's a button that says learn how the lists are populated. Mm. So when you mm. click on it, there's just one line that says lists are based on search terms that had the highest spike this year mm. as compared to the previous year. Mm. Highest spike means... So, uh, okay. Does it mean that, that if Will Smith was searched a lot last year and this year he was searched a lot, but more than that, the spike doesn't doesn't count. Whereas for Shinzo Abe, he might not have been that that search the previous year, but mm. this year is like boom. Uh, possibly. Did they say anything like that? Possibly, there is the possibility. Oh, or you were too starstruck uh, at the uh, event. Yeah, I was too starstruck. There was like I, I, they never explained anything. Uh? No, they did. We played a bunch of games to guess uh, what the top ten searches were, and I was too busy gawking at Ryan Tan and and the whole XNOC crew and all. That, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't take notice of that caveat. But, but I, I, I would imagine, imagine Will Smith... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was a bit of a spike la, from, from last year, definitely. Yeah, confirm. Uh, yeah, so I can't, I can't imagine it not... You know, so, so it, it is a surprise to me that someone like Shinzo Abe is searched more than uh, Will Smith. La, yeah. Mm. But, but it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. So, uh, we, would you like to close off today's one? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we talk about today's one, meaning because we're going to... Number six. We're, we're number talking six. about this number six in the list and we're, we're going to cover this as two separate episodes, right? Mm. So, today, uh, we will go from 10 to 6. That means for number six, this, this is the final topic we're going to be discussing for today's episode. It is, yes. drum roll, the iPhone 14. Ta-da. iPhone 14. <laughs> yeah. Fucking iPhone 14. Nothing nothing more predictable than an iPhone being on the list every year. Let me see. Oh yeah, I'm guessing iPhone 14 probably was not searched as much last year. Probably last year was iPhone 13, right? And then this year is iPhone 14. That's why iPhone 14. But that one will be weird, right? <laughs> every year, iPhone, iPhone, let me see. Uh, let me go Singapore uh, to... Uh, and just do one one particular year, mm. and see see what that was like. But yeah, uh, go on. No, I think mm. you can go on, lah, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, iPhone fourteen, man. Like, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I would say that it's a uh, a bit of a you know a kind of a boring year for iPhone because uh, I think there was a lot of expectations that. Apple would switch from Lightning to USB-C for their ports uh, because mm. there's an impending, I think there's an impending rule in the European Union that they have to, if you, ha- if you have a phone with a, with a plug for charging, it has to accept USB-C. La. That's the rule that's been implemented. So a lot of people are hoping that this iPhone would be the transition to USB-C, but it didn't happen. Uh, it felt like a bit more of an incremental upgrade rather than Anything really groundbreaking for the iPhone 14. So, uh, all eyes on the iPhone 15, man. Like, rather than, than mm. the iPhone 14. Yeah. So, next year is the actually, big one. Actually, what you said is true. I looked at the trending searches for 2021. Mm. iPhone 13. Yeah, exactly. That's right. iPhone 13, iPhone what 14. What the hell? Uh, but one thing... So, it's literally yeah. every year, is it? It's literally every year, is it? Yeah, I mean, it iPhone... has been coming out. Yeah, iPhone is, is, is king, right? No more space. But... Uh, wow. The, I, I guess the interesting thing also is that they, they killed off the iPhone mini, the iPhone 13 mini. 
That was the last mm. of its line. There's no iPhone 14 mini. And so, you know, I I know quite a couple of people who have the, the iPhone 12 mini who or and they were hoping to upgrade to iPhone 14 mini or something. But it never never happened. It wasn't never materialized. So they ended up buying mm. the iPhone 13 mini, you know, because they're they're so they love the form factor, the small form factor so much. And uh, but Apple has said no, we're not giving it to you. So uh, there are a lot more people are buying the iPhone 13 mini rather than the iPhone 14. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, mm. apparently, it's one of the the worst uh, performing commercially, you know, of all mm, iPhones. Yeah, that's right. The demand demand wasn't there, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I got my iPhone. I think iPhone 13. And of course, mm. like I will never. I'm not one of those that needs to upgrade every time there's a new iPhone. Because I know some people mm. like that. They will yep. get it and then sell their previous one. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, when I remember looking at the specs of the iPhone 14, and it was like there was no game changer. Mm. Uh, everything was just slightly better. Mm. Uh, when I look at the list of oh, you know the best things about the iPhone, mm. uh, one of it is like oh, the front-facing camera has autofocus now, <laughs> and it's like. Just feels like, uh, okay, more pixels and all that. There was nothing that made me go like, oh, fuck, uh, this is awesome. La. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, yeah, it's a, it's not, it's a very underwhelming release that like I mentioned. But, uh, you know, I actually do try and follow a little bit of the rumors of what, what is going to happen. And um, yeah, the iPhone has, I mean, the, the interesting thing is that a lot of people say, oh, iPhone's going to switch to USB-C and all that, right? But mm. uh, actually... It's a bit more. I think they they've been a bit more cryptic about it than than you think, lah. I think a lot of people think that iPhone. Oh, now there is is law in the EU that you need to have a USB C charging port. Uh, it's guaranteed iPhone's gonna have a USB C charging port, right? But mm. uh, all Apple has really said, and this is a statement that I think one of the VPs or what has said publicly, that is that they will comply with the laws. They will comply with the laws. But they will comply with the laws can... Apparently, this is what's being discussed. Like, it can mean two different things. Like, it can mean iPhone bending over and saying, okay, fine, we will change everything to USB-C. Or iPhone could just go... Apple could just go the other way and say, no more charging ports whatsoever. We don't oh, offer shit. a charging port on our phone <laughs> at all. So we don't need to put USB-C. So what's it going to be? It's going to be wireless charging only. You just plop it on the... You plop oh it onto a, a wireless God. charger and nothing more. So that's the that's the catch because you think about it. What what's been happening with the iPhone recent years? MagSafe, right? They've been really yeah. touting MagSafe a lot, and and they've been really pushing accessories that you can use to charge your phone wirelessly and everything, lah. So you get around the rule that says that if you have a charging port on your device, you it needs to be a USB C. You get around that rule by not having a charging port on your not device. Having- yeah. Oh, then they can run ads again saying this is courage. Correct. This is courage. Exactly. This is courage. Yeah. So I think I think shout out to the YouTuber MKBHD who pointed that out that everyone everyone was saying Apple is going to switch to USB-C but no one's really trying to read between the lines of what they're saying by we will comply with the law. And then you read the law the law literally states that if you have a charging port. Lah. Yeah. So... And I mean... I mean, you can. I can imagine the form factor of the iPhone. If you don't need to have a charging port, they already mm. removed the headphone jack, right? Exactly. Courage, man. So yeah. that means it could be like some seamless ass shit. Maybe like waterproof mm. or some 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 crap like that. Have you tried the wireless charging before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, one of those little hockey pucks that you. Just oh, you have, uh, you yeah. have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how you charge your phone. Sometimes, but uh, it's not always hundred percent reliable in the sense that sometimes you, if you just place your phone a little off, a little, you know, wrongly or something like that, 
you wake up and then your phone's dead because it didn't charge overnight. La. Yeah. Oh, is it? Um, so that's why MagSafe is meant to solve that, right? Like you, your charger has a magnet in it as well that makes sure ensures that you get a a close contact charge, la, right? So, but not uh, but MagSafe, but that's you mean MagSafe on the phone? There's a MagSafe charger. No, 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 MagSafe on the back of your on the laptop, on the back, No, the back of your phone. Oh, the magnets. Yeah. There's this also is considered. I think it's called MagSafe, lah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Oh, yeah. so that's on the wireless thing, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So you attach it wirelessly to your. I mean. To your phone. But yeah. That's not on your charger? That's not on your charger? My charger? What do you mean? No, you said you have the wireless charger, wireless port, but it no, you, sometimes doesn't... Yeah, you could... Even from earlier generations, mine's an iPhone 11, so it's very old already. Even from earlier generations without the whole oh, MagSafe thing, you so are able doesn't to... doesn't have the MagSafe. Yeah, uh, you can still charge wirelessly. You just drop it onto the hockey puck, right? But yeah. that, that problem arises when you don't put it properly on a hockey puck and then it ends up not charging and the whole night just goes by and your phone just dies in the morning. Oh, um, whereas if you have a new phone, yeah. the MagSafe would ensure it's in the correct position. Correct. La. And it will just snap the place and just make sure it charges properly. Oh, so, but I, I was I was like pretty mind blown by how how tricky mm-hmm. Apple can be about these things. Like, you know, We will comply oh, with the oh. law. And that's all they say. And then the, the media went crazy by saying that Apple will have a USB-C on its next iPhone. But, but why actually, do they want it, to... Why do they not want to have the USB-C? What's the theory behind that? Um, then you... It's harder for them because USB-C, I think, is a more universal standard, right? Yeah, yeah. And then now, yeah. for example, they can... Uh, when those accessory makers like Belkin or whoever create uh, iPhone cables, I think they have to pay a licensing fee to Apple uh, for the technology whereas USB-C is a more open uh, standard that there isn't all these like licensing <laughs> fees la. so generally and, and you know Apple for better or worse uh, has a very like uh, privacy first uh, yeah. policy right so even when the FBI comes knocking or the police come knocking uh, seeking to unlock iPhone and all that there's a very big legal tussle about how, what what, uh, what they have to give up to, to authorities and all that so I, mm. I would say basically saying that Apple doesn't always comply with whatever uh, the law says that it needs to do, right? You know, as mm. in they rather find a workaround around it rather than bend over and, and say, okay, let's follow whatever you told us to do. Yeah. So mm. that's Apple for you. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Huh? Interesting. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that wraps out the wraps, wraps, wraps up, wraps up the first sixth half. to tenth. Yeah, yeah. First half of the most trending searches on Google Singapore for 2022. Yeah. What a year. What a year. What a year. Yeah. What a year. So is it time to move on to the one show comment? Yes, I think so. Uh there's always a lot of show comments going on around uh around this time of the year because everyone's a bit more reflective and all. What is your yeah. one show comment of of for this episode? My my one show comment um is something that that uh, someone shared about a a New York Times article about recording a family member as a gift to your future self. Mm. Like, uh, uh, I mean, it just like that article. It it does lend a lot of context to why we started and are trying to grow folklory. But mm. I appreciated like original good one. You know, understanding what we're doing at folklory, uh, seeing this article and sharing it, and kind of like helping us tell the story and, and explain the motivation. So so shout out to you, man. It was a good yeah. article too. It yeah. was a good article. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Um, so so thanks for that. What about you? Uh? Yeah. So speaking of uh, uh, you know, nostalgia and looking back and and recording memories and all that. I think. But then, ho, another long time listener, uh, posted uh, because we did the yellow butt reacts episode right on the yellow butt reacts part two. Uh, but then ho posted how nostalgic. For me, my first episode from you guys was during the election. I was just looking for funny content in the election. You guys made me cry tears of laughter, lol. Then I backtracked and started from episode one. And even then, uh, from the GE episodes to episode one, I could already feel that it was very different. Like you guys were a lot more natural at, and at ease in the GE episodes versus episodes one. So yeah, you know, it's a validation that uh, we've come a long way uh, with the podcast and and uh, shout out to everyone who's been on this journey with us as we grow and evolve and, and, and even have a chance to even do a, a, a Yalabad reacts to our old episodes episode. You know, the whole mm. meta, like looking back at our past kind of thing. That's just like building a whole folklore folklore for your for your for our podcast. Folklore. Yeah. I mean she she also suggested like will mm. we consider doing a day in the life of Harish and Terence, which I've come mm. to learn is quite a trend online, no? Oh really? Yeah, it is a big trend on YouTube. Oh no, on TikTok, on TikTok Maybe oh, YouTube okay. Shorts. Oh, that I kind see, of like see. a day in the life of. Uh, I started seeing a few videos a few weeks ago of like mm. Steve Harvey and all that. Mm. I was like, okay, that's interesting. But I think I was listening to some podcast or some news yesterday that talked about how yeah, it is. It is one of the more trending things uh, on on social media. Mm, mm. A day in the life of. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I possibly, think we possibly. will never say no to to some interesting TikTok or, or Instagram content as well, like, right? As long as it's not a dancer. <laughs> I know well, that's what we do every day. That's what I do every day. You know, I, I just wake up and I try to practice my TikTok dance. dancer. That I never record, exactly. I never put up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. But cool. Cool, all right. And what about your one shock thing, man? Yeah, um, just going back to what we were discussing earlier about the the very strange period that is between Christmas and New Year. Um, for me, you know, it's a uh, uh, you know the, because of the the tough year that I've had personally and all these things, like music really helps me to get by and all that. So, uh, I I've always been trying to think about what music is appropriate for the period between Christmas and New Year when. You're sort of like, okay, you've had Christmas, you've done all the Christmas songs, you've opened all your gifts, you've, you're thinking about when to take down the Christmas tree and all these things, but you're still in a festive mood. You still want to like, you know, not, not, not say goodbye to the festive season yet. And then you kind of just want to like, but it's a bit more, probably a bit more chill already, right? There's no rush to get mm. presents and all these things. So I was looking up, looking, trying to find playlists on, on Spotify. And uh, yeah, I think I found one that is pretty good. It's called um, Post Christmas Fuzzies. By Carolyn Joy Rector. I mean, it's just it's not it's not something sanctioned by Spotify or anything like, But it's just a collection of very festive sounding songs that don't necessarily uh, scream about oh Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or anything like that. They're just festive mm. sounding songs with that. They are you know talk about generally about the holidays and and just put you in a mood that's still in that festive mood, but don't necessarily uh, push you towards like twenty fifth December la. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, so, so that means yeah, it's not Christmassy. It it's not it's not super Christmassy. As in the I think the word Christmas rarely comes up per se. So it's mainly about oh. like for example the first I'll just read a few of the titles. The coldest night of the year, my she and him. A calf born in winter, a dreamer's holiday, good love, a marshmallow world, 
everywhere. So, you know, they've avoided having to yeah, say the word yeah. Christmas, but they're still and talking about And what's the name holidays. of the place? What's the it's name of the place? It's called Post Christmas, Post Christmas Fuzzies. F-U-Z-Z-I-E-S. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just chanced upon it. So, it still sounds Christmassy and everything, but just avoids the word Christmas and then presents and all that kind of stuff. I see, I see. Yeah. It, yes, it, incidentally, is, yeah. my, my one show thing is is a song, uh, but it's more like, more a creator that I just chanced upon on Instagram recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes by the name of Jazz Emu. Mm. Um, and it's like a combination of a few creative crushes that I've had in the past. Uh. Mm. Uh, of course, Mark Rebier, you know, yep, who yep. I've spoken about at length before, yep. Fly of the Concords, mm. and Lonely Island. Mm. So he, he has this one song on his Instagram called um, pineapple uh, where it is done as an Instagram reel is a vertical video and it's one of the most catchy songs I have heard this year mm. and the lyrics are basically can I have a word with the person who came up with the word pineapple mm. um, while when literally every other language said Ananas English panicked and mm. mentally combined the concept of a pine cone with a freaking apple of mm. course when he sings it it's a lot more upbeat but holy shit man I love the song so much mm. and I think when I watched it, he had like 30k Instagrammers, uh, yeah. Instagram followers. Now he's like 35, and I, I put my, I will, I will bet that he's gonna blow up next year. Mm. Confirm. Mm. He's fucking talented, yeah. and I love his shit. Yeah, 35k followers. I still, it's quite small for. Quite small, yeah. Quite small. Huh? He just randomly showed up on Instagram, and I was just scrolling through mindlessly, and I heard this. I was like, whoa, whoa yeah. what is this? Yeah. This guy's a genius. Comedy yeah, funk, yeah. Uh, like he, he labels Comedy it funk, exactly. Yeah. Comedy funk, yeah. So you listen to that song, like, oh my god, it's 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 amazing. Uh. Yeah, but yeah, cool, cool. man. Sweet. Right. So so that brings us to the end of part one of our year in review for twenty twenty two. Maybe this will be our Christmas New Year tradition. I think it, yeah, I think it's cool. I think whether or not we get it from Google Trends or maybe one day we'll even look back at our top episodes or anything like that. Uh, I think counting down just that what people are discussing this year really puts into perspective uh, what everyone has gone through in the past year. Now. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did for our first live show at the start of this year also, right? Which was yeah, in January, yeah. right? Oh, right, January, shit, yeah. man. That was in January. Was. Yeah. Yeah, but we're definitely going to do something in 2023. Yep. So, so stay tuned. And yeah. till the next episode.